0: Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to, what was this called again? Far From Home, a podcast about two Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home. So for today's topic, I think we're going to be talking about something that's been bothering Jason a little bit more than it's been bothering me. Excuse me? So how about we start off with Jason, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Um, been locked in my room for the past
1: six months. I don't know whether to call it a room or a prison cell at this point.
0: How about yourself? I think I'm about the same. I'm pretty sure that Asia has started lockdown like way ahead of North America and like, I don't know, a lot of other countries too.
1: I think Singapore was quite early. Japan was
0: quite late, if you can even call it a lockdown here. Yeah, I mean, Singapore did have that like two to three weeks where the government was trying to tell people not to wear masks and that you know it wasn't that serious actually oh they said that yeah and it's funny because like i don't know two weeks later they started saying yeah. oh just kidding coronavirus is pretty bad and and you have to wear masks when you when you go out i i wonder if it's just because the government didn't have enough
1: masks so they waited to store some up and then told everyone to wear
0: them yeah maybe but i think singapore's been doing pretty well in like Giving all residents uh, reusable masks uh, free of charge. Yeah, I got I got my free mask from the government,
1: um, but the government forgot one thing, mm. which was to make them look cool.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I feel like the unfortunate truth is, if something doesn't look cool, people are not going to
0: wear it. True, as sad as it is to say. Yeah. Okay, wait we're we're getting sidetracked. The the actual topic for today oh, yeah. is loneliness. And so with that, uh, Jason, how lonely Ooh. are you? How lonely am I?
1: I would say I'm sort of lonely.
0: How about on a 10 point scale? Uh, 6.5. How about yourself? Mm, I, I don't know if a 6.5 is low or high. Well, maybe, um, what about your rating of pre-COVID? How lonely were you? Oh, easily two, three. Yeah, I'd say I'm like at a five
1: and a half. Okay,
0: just trying to one-up me? Yeah, of course, of course. Exactly, one point. Well, I mean, (laughs) you're lonely enough to start a podcast with me, you know? (laughs) You're right. After all your months of begging, I was lonely enough, so I gave
1: in just so I, I have someone to talk to.
0: Yeah, but also in quarantine, there's just so much time in each of our days, right? Yeah. That's pretty much the only reason I'm
1: talking to you right now, because I can't Whoa. be outside with my real friends. Ouch. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right, yeah. then... Mr. 5.5. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why are you lonely? Um... I think because I'm at home all day. That's the simple answer. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. At least here in Japan... It's pretty much back to life as normal. Like, we can go out if we want. We can go to a restaurant, go see our friends. Um, But the main thing is I'm at home pretty much all day, every day, because that's where I work. And obviously, Mm -hmm. I live here. And it's sort of just taken away all those organic social interactions, bumping into people in the office, or even, like, sad to say, but, like, seeing people... (laughs) on the streets because i don't walk (laughs) anymore (laughs) all right that's a bit sad
0: i mean i go on walks sometimes but it's not like a commute it's different yeah i think this goes for both of us but we're kind of in our shoebox apartments right
1: it's a very small apartment
0: yeah i i agree with you like i miss the water cooler talks with the random people. Yeah. And it's it's funny cuz I was talking to my team about it. Uh, there's this one Corker named Roman and he's always getting water. <laughs> and so and so we were talking in the Zoom like, yeah, I miss our water cooler talks dot 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 with Roman. And and all of us started like nodding in unison. <laughs> What's with Roman? Is he just chronically thirsty or I mean, he's close to the door to the pantry, so like he, okay. he takes breaks, he drinks water. Yeah. Oh, so a lot of people are on the fence, right? They're they're saying that like working from home is the new normal. It's it's the future and they want all the workplaces to be like this. What are your thoughts? I
1: personally see very little tangible benefits to working at home at least in my personal circumstances. Yeah. And I think
0: I think we're the minority, right?
1: I do think so. When I look at polls, um it's something like 60% of people want to want a mixture of working at home and the office. Then like 25% want to only work from home. They never want to go back to the office again. Oh. And the last 15% want to go back to the office like every day. And that's yeah. where I would put myself. Wait, you you want to go back to the office every single day? I would probably go back every single day. I think working from home huh. has taught me I could I could probably do it like once or twice a week,
0: but no more than that. I think from I think coming from my previous company where it was like a startup and it was super lax and wait, not that I didn't get my work done, but it was just super flexible. Like if someone had to take their dog to the vet randomly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm on the fence, I'm on the side that I would want to work like two days a week from home. Okay. So you're you're in the 60%. Yeah, but I definitely say like zero to two days is kind of fine to me. I'm not, I'm not like on the side It has to be at least two days a week.
1: Yeah, I think COVID has taught me I could survive uh, one to
0: two days a week at home. Yeah. Um, I think for me, COVID has taught me that I'm, I'm, I'm pretty resilient to loneliness and the same can't be said for everyone else. What do you mean you're resilient? Like... As much as I say my pre-COVID was a 2 and my current is a 5.5, like not that much has to do with going to the office. Um, okay. I'd say mainly the what it's changed is it's changed my plans about seeing my girlfriend and just changing my plans about my long-distance relationship and when I can see her again. As in it's it's accelerated them. Yeah, like instead of seeing my girlfriend every three to four months, it's going to be like, Seven months until uh, oh, yeah. I till I see her again. <laughs> well, this has got really sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Loneliness, the yeah. the topic for today. So, yeah. would you still say you're super resilient? You just
1: said that it's just going to get worse, and it's kind of lonely.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd say I'm still very resilient. Like, how many guys out there would not mind seeing um, their girlfriend for like eight months in a in a long distance? I mean, I don't think many. If I like if I remove my girlfriend from the equation, I'd say my loneliness is like a three, three two or four. Yeah. Oh, so you're not lonely at all. Well, that's a that's a big assumption. I mean, a three and a four is still kind of lonely on the ten point scale, right? Okay. Like I, I'd say I'm very content with living alone with yeah. no roommates and just yeah. getting by with my life
1: yeah yeah same
0: so alex what does loneliness mean to you what does loneliness mean to me i think um even for a lot of people loneliness stems from how you were raised and the um, environment that you were in like growing up i definitely see loneliness as just a part of life and a part of being wow that was that's quite deep. I mean, growing up with a single mom, right? And my my brother and I had different dads, so sometimes yeah. I'd be alone like with my mom and yeah. She's got to work, right? So yeah, there'd be a lot of alone time and I'd be at home trying to pass time and that was kind of like when I started playing video games and yeah. So so to answer the question
1: Loneliness almost means, like, it's just a part of life and it's something that you have just accepted.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, okay, just prior to the podcast, we Wikipedia'd what uh, loneliness meant. and We did? (laughs) I mean... So you did. Okay. And so loneliness is... Okay, wait, I I don't even remember what it was. But it, it was basically saying that loneliness and solitude are two very different things. Okay. And that being alone in solitude doesn't necessarily mean that you're lonely. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning though, I I definitely felt the effects of being lonely. Like whether it be yeah. my mom dropping me off at a library like every single day during the summer cuz you know, kids kids learn more when when they're at the library instead of home. <laughs> so yeah, my mom would just like <laughs> drop me off after lunch and she'd be like, "All right, I'll I'll see you at of course, 7 p.m. At 9 p.m. or <laughs> whatever the library closes and I would <laughs> I would idly wait for for the library computer to to free up." Okay. Did you play like Tetris or something on them? I play like a bunch of mini clip games. Oh, okay. And, and I would sometimes befriend someone and I'd be like, "Hey, you you want to play this fighter game with me? Like, two two <laughs> players on the same keyboard? Okay. Yeah. And that, that was my daily dose of social interaction until I saw my mom again.
1: Okay. Until their
0: parents took them home. and Yeah. And I would be alone yeah. yet again. Yeah. <laughs> s- story of my life. Yeah. But I mean, me having this type of upbringing made me resilient to being lonely. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I would spend a lot of my time alone in solitude and... And I enjoy that fact. Like, I don't I don't have roommates to... Uh, I don't have to, like, say to my roommates, hey, man, like, how was your day? Yeah. Not, not that I'm discounting anyone for, for doing that, right? But I'm the type of person that wants to go home. And when I'm home, I just want to be... You just want to be alone. Yeah, I just want to be alone. Or, like, with my girlfriend or something. Okay.
1: So you don't necessarily view being alone as loneliness. And perhaps, do you almost not view loneliness as
0: being a bad thing per se yeah i i don't think loneliness is a bad thing at all um a lot of things that i've come to enjoy have really come from loneliness so i think from a young age the the main one would definitely be like reading books so my and my mom instead of dropping me off at the library she would just Drop me off at an Indigo and and be like, all right, Alex, uh, have fun for five hours while I go to some house viewings <laughs> or see some clients. And that was actually like a big part of my childhood because reading different series would would just be an escape of reality for me, and like it took away my loneliness per se. Right? You became friends with the books. You started talking to them. I did. I did, and like. <laughs> I became so... curious, George. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nah, dude. It was like <laughs> Artemis Fowl, Pendragon, uh, Aragon series. Dude, that was my shit. Oh, Artemis Fowl. Yeah. Did you read those series growing up?
1: I-, I read Artemis Fowl. I got quite into it in like grade six. The movie was so
0: bad. Oh, I never watched the movie. Don't, don't ruin don't, my life like that. Don't ever watch the movie. I will not. Yeah. But... Yeah, like was was reading uh, an escape for you or or what was your childhood like?
1: Um when I was really young I would read um that eventually turned into more playing games hey. and reading. Yeah. But I never really felt like I did either activity um due to loneliness or as almost like an escape from my loneliness. Mm. I actually didn't have many memories uh of being alone growing up to be honest. Look at this guy. Wow. how <laughs> to rub it in. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Uh, very loving. Thanks. Sorry, Alex. Fine. Um, like, the most I would ever possibly be alone is coming home after school, um, those few hours, maybe 4 till 6 p.m. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I would just, like, eat a snack, watch TV, and do my homework in that time. So, it never... I was never really left... Too alone as a child maybe on the weekends when my parents would go out and run errands yeah 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 so loneliness was something i sort of discovered later in life after moving out mm. um for university mm. um but, so i guess like it hit me kind of hard as a result of being sheltered i wasn't
0: Forged to be strong and resilient from loneliness. Unlike me, you know, (laughs) loneliness is like a second skin to me. You know, (laughs) like something random is that growing up, my mom would have a lockbox. Like she would have a lot of lockboxes because she's a real estate agent. So, but she would have a lockbox that had our key because yeah, and it would perpetually be on the on the home door because. There was like an 85% chance she was not home to unlock the door for me. And so maybe at like the age of grade three, which is what, nine or eight years old, I started having my own house key because like I needed that to to go home to like physically go back in. Because she wasn't home. Yeah, because she wasn't home. And my brother would like hang on with his friends and be like, fuck you, Alex. (laughs) I'm going to go have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you said in Asia, yeah. the, the loneliness hit you hard, right?
1: Um, yeah, it really hit me hard in Asia to begin with. So when I went to university in Canada, mm-hmm. um, I think there were some lonely moments at first, but I was surrounded by my classmates who I was fortunate enough to spend all day yeah. with just due to the structure of my program. So I was never really lonely in Canada uh-huh. um, until I moved to Singapore when I truly had no friends around me for the first time, I guess like I had friends on campus and I met people and I had other friends from Canada. Yeah. But when it would come time for like dinner and I went back to my dorm room alone, yeah. um, I had a roommate, but we weren't exactly friends. We oh tolerate each other's pro- uh, tolerate each other's existences, but we weren't really anything more than just roommates. Yeah. Um, I remember early on to my time in exchange that he told me he was going for dinner, and Mm. I thought he was going to invite me. I was sort of waiting for the invitation. Yeah, yeah. And 6 p.m. came by, and he's like, "All right, man, see, I'm going for dinner," (laughs) and I
0: was like, "Oh, okay." You're 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 like a dog wagging his tail, like getting ready for (laughs) your like treats or something. Like I'm I'm ready, I'm ready for walk. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. And then it's like, no, let's go. No, stay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah close the door
1: on me so i that was honestly probably the first time in my life where for continuous amount of days in a row or just extended period of time i had to eat alone for like
0: multiple Um, nights you would say
1: yeah quite often if i just went back to my dorm or on the weekends because my roommate went home um i would just eat alone quite often if i wasn't on campus with friends yeah and the first time i did it it like actually gave me a lot of anxiety, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah ridiculous looking back. And I think partially in Canada, um, uh, uh-huh. eating alone, like eating out alone, not necessarily like eating at home is fine, but eating in public alone is not seen as too normal. The thing to do. Yeah, Like you see someone eating alone at McDonald's and you sort of go, Oh, like what happened to Wait, them?
0: McDonald's? mcdonald's is pretty neutral oh, okay. right
1: mcdonald's is a mcdonald's is a neutral yeah. place but at a restaurant for yeah, sure sit-in like, restaurant very definitely. rare to see someone eating alone yeah. in canada I mean, if the that. restaurant has
0: a bar it's like that but pro- that person has a problem
1: that yeah something is wrong in their lives yeah. i'm sorry to say um it's completely normal in japan so like i've gotten very used to it now yeah um but going back to singapore i was just so anxious i was like people here must be judging me. They must be looking at me and thinking, oh, he's he's all alone, yeah. the poor guy. And I couldn't decide what to eat. And I remember sitting down in the cafeteria and, like, putting my tray down. And then, you know, like, the group of friends, <laughs> the cool kids come into the cafeteria.
0: The, they're laughing in Singlish
1: <laughs> at, at you. <laughs> <laughs> ha-ha-la, ha la Yeah,
0: look at this loser. With their... Uh, <laughs> their sports jerseys and <laughs> oh they're all gosh. athletic their wife beaters because they all hot. sit
1: down next to me yeah and they're all
0: like laughing away and i'm just sitting
1: there like don't look at me yeah um, something
0: so, something i would do is like i would try to um get my food to go, go to corner at every possible chance because <laughs> like usually you have even if you're lonely you still have like your own space whether it be just your dorm room or or, yeah. or table yeah. so i would just like yeah do it to go and just eat alone in my room instead of alone at the cafeteria
1: yeah actually now, now that you say that I, I did do that sometimes but sometimes cafeteria would be just far wherever I was eating was mm-hmm. far so yeah. it wouldn't like would be practical to bring it home yeah. Um, yeah and I really came to realize like sometimes you can be surrounded by people right but still feel just as alone obviously if you're not talking to them and Sometimes even if you are talking to them, mm. if you don't feel like you have any sense of connection or belonging or understanding, yeah. that's perhaps even more lonely
0: than um, being completely isolated from other people, yeah. being misunderstood. When when I was in Hong Kong like a year and a half or two years ago, I was it wasn't my first time in Hong Kong, but I was living in like the very central area of like the shopping district. And yeah, I would like go out to the malls just to walk around and I'd be, I'd be suffocated with people, <laughs> but I would feel yeah. so alone and lonely. And that yeah. was, it was kind of cause like all our friends were not in that time zone. I don't think you were in Asia yet. And so, cause I was just visiting Hong Kong and yeah, that time, like I didn't have anyone to talk to really. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's extremely isolating. My first time being really lonely had to be like my first trip to Hong Kong, where my mom would just tell me like, or she she signed me up for this summer program at a uh, CUHK. She was like, "All right, Alex, yeah, you're gonna go by yourself. I'll <laughs> I'll meet up with you in, in three and a half weeks. Go go figure it out yourself. It's just, it's just one big bookstore. <laughs> oh my god, you'll you'll find your way. And like now that I think back, the the first leg of the trip was to Helsinki in Finland and it was it was like a layover of more than 10 hours i i just remember that like my flight didn't show up in the in the list of flights for like eight hours like i i was like i don't know if i'm (laughs) in the right city i i hope i am because at that point i was grade 10 so i was like 15 or 16 years old and so i'd be like so devoid of social interaction other than just buying a sandwich from the shop i I went to go, like, <laughs> sign up for, like, I don't remember what airline it was, but I just went up to sign up for, like, a rewards card. Finish air. Yeah, finisher. <laughs> I don't know. But I just went, and they're like, oh, yeah, you, you're you alone? I'm like, yeah, kid. I'm going to be here for another, like, 10 hours. They're like, oh, great, cool. And, yeah, I would sign <laughs> up for it and stuff. And then when I got to Hong Kong, it was also really isolating, too, just because like you said there were there were people around but I didn't really feel I connected with anyone. My Cantonese at the yeah. time was just so garbage and so I couldn't I couldn't really communicate with anyone including like mm. the taxi driver I was trying to direct like, I, I printed out the map, but it only had the building names in English. So I just, like, kept pointing <laughs> at this one building. And he knows the buildings. It's just he knows them in Chinese. And I'm like, I don't know, man. This <laughs> Just this one, this one. And he, he left me at the wrong place, like, at the bottom of, of a fucking hill. And that was, like, the start of my 22-hour <laughs> uh, journey friend. in Hong Kong. <laughs> I think at that point, I was, I was starving for social interaction. But me that's only 22 hours alex of isolation like that's like four indigo sessions (laughs) oh my gosh and so after that i was desperate for social interaction but to me at that point it would it meant that i needed someone that could speak english to me so yeah i was like oh okay i i get there i meet the not camp leaders but like they're leaders of the program and they're like yeah I don't know, second, third year or something. And he's like, oh yeah, sure. Let's like, let's get dinner together. You're, you're the earliest. You came one night before and we organized that. And so I was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to get to meet new people. And then we just kept speaking Cantonese. And I was like, (laughs) so out of my comfort zone. Cause even now after like two hours of Cantonese, I'm, my brain is pretty fried. I, my, my vocab just doesn't uh, line up well. It stops coming out. Yeah. And so we started having dinner at a Chinese restaurant. And then I was like, oh, I don't I don't really vibe with any of the people here. Yeah. And then in walks this girl. Not, not that it's a romance Ooh. story or anything, but she walks in and then no. she starts speaking Cantonese. And then she asked me where I'm from. And I was like, oh, I'm from Canada. Yeah. And then she switches to English. And she's, I'm like, oh, English. And she spoke with a... Yeah, she spoke with an American accent. So I was like... Oh, Oh, so like where are you from? Like I'm I'm excited to hear are you from like New York or San Fran or like well, Midwest. And she's like, Oh, I'm I'm from Beijing. And because I was younger, I was like, that's impossible. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you, you can't be from <laughs> Beijing. <laughs> yeah. That's not and how so, that works. And so I was like, How's your English so good? And she's like, Oh, I went I I go to an international school in Beijing. And I literally had to be like, I don't know what that means. That's just a school, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like, what what do you mean? And yeah, like I I started like learning a bit more about her. And yeah, like when we switched to English, I was like a sigh of relief. And I felt like I was so much more comfortable and I could speak more freely. And I was like, this is what the social interaction that I was waiting for. Yeah.
1: Do do you feel like partially because she was from... Beijing, or let's just say an Asian country or culture, but spoke English, that you felt more of a sense of belonging?
0: Oh, you mean like, if it was a Caucasian girl that's from America, I wouldn't feel as comfortable? I'm just wondering. I think, I don't know, because to me, my normal Canadian-looking friend is an Asian person that speaks English, so I guess visually... Okay, not that visually matters, but yeah, I'd say so. Like, I felt it was a bit more comfortable, and yeah, it wasn't until the next day when I got put into like the foreigner group at the summer camp where I was like, "Yes, <laughs> my Americans, let's yes. let's speak English."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My fellow Americans. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> I, I am one of you. <laughs>
1: Blend in. <laughs> yes, I love America. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of um Asian diaspora. That's probably the most correct word here. Wait, what does that even mean? It means someone who's who left or their family left their quote unquote country of origin or
0: wait, so wherever it's,
1: their it family originated, like a descendant of an from. expat, basically. Or, or the expat themselves. Basically, someone who's outside of their quote-unquote country of origin. Oh, shit. I learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. I mean, I think I think also just living here in Japan, um, I'll, I'll go back to what I was saying earlier, that I can relate to diaspora or immigrants or uh, people who've moved here, who, like non-Japanese people, quite well, regardless of if they're Asian or not. Mm. Just because I think there's a lot of shared experiences in moving to a new country and learning how to adapt and deal with things. And obviously our experiences will be different based off of our races and how people perceive us. Yeah. Um, but similarly, I'm sure you can relate well to expats in Singapore yeah. who did not come from Singapore. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying earlier is I think a lot of Asian diaspora, Americans, Canadians, Australians mm-hmm. can relate to each other in many ways because even though we were raised in these Western countries, um, when you're at home, your parents are the ones raising you. And at least in my case, my parents are very, or we're very like Asian influenced. Mm -hmm. There's some sort of Confucian values that they've somehow gotten to me. Despite the Canadian education system. Yeah. And so we sort of have a difficulty of fitting in in either situation of like purely Western and Western race people, and purely Asian and Asian race people, and it really is one of those like this chair is too big, this chair is too small, this one's just right. Yeah, this poor, just too hot, too cold, <laughs> just right. Um, where I think a lot of yeah us, I'll, I'll say us um, yeah. can relate to each other very naturally.
0: Was it and what, get along well? Was it hard for you to find this group of like diaspora people in in Tokyo, like um people with similar backgrounds
1: within me? Yeah, with me. yeah. Um, for me, it wasn't hard because of the internet. Thank goodness, um, there are communities. Oh, some of which I helped to form and drive myself. Wait, you formed the communities, or partially? Or I was like an organizer of. Ways in which we wanted to expand the community and raise awareness for it. Damn, I had no idea. All right.
0: Yeah. Something funny is I. I've been in Singapore about like a year and a few months now, and I have this weird identity in 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 Singapore where I can speak Cantonese and not Mandarin, and it's such a okay. niche. It's a super niche uh, identity in Singapore. I feel, and so I didn't meet another Canadian that can only speak Cantonese and not Mandarin until like a few months ago, like just recently. And I was like Uh ranting to her about trying to speak Mandarin, but then like fucking up and then like trying to speak (laughs) Cantonese and then sometimes not understanding that and then like switching back to Canadian English. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this idiot? Yeah, exactly. And so for our last segment, I'm going to list some activities and you're going to tell me if you would do them alone. So the first question is eating at a restaurant. Oh, speed round. Yeah, speed round.
1: Um I think in Japan, yes, because it's fairly common and a lot of restaurants are actually set up to eat alone at. Um Canada probably no, just cuz it feels weird to eat alone, yeah. especially at a restaurant. But I would also say that when I do eat alone, even in Japan, Mm-hmm. um it's more so just like calories just like to fill me up i i i feel like a lot of going to a restaurant is for the experience itself and so i don't mind paying a bit more for food yeah like with other people if i eat alone i would i almost never spend more than 10 15 dollars
0: on the meal so you pick- you, you pick the shittiest restaurant when you do shitty. have to go to a restaurant alone it's just Japan. like
1: quick cheap food that you don't go for the experience you go just cuz you're hungry and it tastes good <laughs> yeah. um yeah i think that's also why like during covid and this whole like when you couldn't eat in at restaurants yeah and they said oh you can do takeout there's takeaway but there's something about it that doesn't feel the same. It doesn't like a th- spending thirty dollars on takeaway pasta. Oh, just is yeah. not the same as sitting in a restaurant and eating it with someone there. You don't have the waiter being like, "More pepper, more pepper, sir." Like? Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's that's what yeah. I'm paying for. Not <laughs> oh, to my house. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty much the same. I mean, so in Canada, I don't remember if I talked about it, but in Canada, I would go to food courts. If okay. I had food to are public. get like get 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 food alone, yeah, and in Singapore there are hawker centers, which is like a more local version of a food court, and I would do that. I'm kind of the same though; like I wouldn't go to a restaurant that you wouldn't go eat is like more for the yeah fancy more for alone. the experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, honestly, like hawker centers can be unique experiences as well, which That's is true. Kind of fun to do alone
1: inexpensive unique experiences
0: yeah 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 all right next on the list watching a movie thoughts thoughts um not that i'm entirely opposed
1: to watching movies alone but it just has not come up in my life so far i'm just not really a movie type to begin with i don't watch many movies to be honest so i even at home i rarely watch movies when i'm alone and i need someone to like tell me to watch it
0: I think that's very different from me because I, I kind of watch movies when I need to pass time. Oh, uh, that's that's not me. That's not me. All right. Can't relate. So have you been to a theater alone? I have. <gasps> the The story was that my, my girlfriend went to watch a movie with some of her friends in Hong Kong and I was like, oh, I wish I wish I could watch that movie with you. <laughs> and I think when she was replying to me, she was like multitasking or she was busy. But it was just like a one message thing that she sent. She was like, "Oh, watch it alone." And I was like, <laughs> "It like go watch it alone." I was like, "Oh, uh, okay, oh, 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 okay, bye." And it was it was a movie that I wanted to do, so I I tried watching it alone and at the theater. Yeah, at the theater, not bad, I okay. would say. Okay. I think a lot of times when you go to movie theater, even though you experience the movie by yourself. You still sit with your friends and, and you yeah. you look over like during a funny dialogue or a funny scene. You're like, oh, yo, that was that was funny. Right. You smile. Yeah, you tell jokes. You tell jokes. But when you're alone, it's really just you and the movie theater because you're surrounded by so many strangers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it alone. It's not bad.
1: You yeah, can try yeah, it. I'm, I'm open to the idea. Just I don't really ever want to watch movies that badly. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Next going on a hike.
1: Probably not just because really I'm not one. I'm not a big hiker. I'm not that I don't like hiking people when I do go hiking. It's because people force me, but I never regret it. I always like enjoy it at the end of the day, but I don't have like the self motivation to go hiking. And then secondly, like bears or slipping.
0: (laughs) You're not you're not like hiking in Algonquin with like
1: next to a coyote, okay? There are bears in Japan and they kill people and it's very dangerous. Yeah, it's very well known. Oh fuck. You have to be careful for bears. So I think that's another thing. Like, or if I just slip and get like injured, what who's gonna save me if I'm alone?
0: That's sort of I mean when I say hike, I mean more like go on a walk. Not like uh I'm about to go on the Appalachian Trail, I'm gonna go and I'll see you in seven days, kind of thing.
1: Because usually when my when my friends say hiking here in Japan because there's a lot of mountains,
0: yeah. it means go up a mountain and come back down. On like a three hour trip, right? Yeah, at least. Uh, I would like to, to, i would just time box it to like one hour. Oh, then start that, that's end. okay to do alone. But I sometimes I have like some loud music and I, I i wear my headphones and then what you you're supposed like, to
1: be hiking for the nature alex not you, the blast no. music <laughs> you're, you're your looking headphones. at
0: the nature okay i don't need to hear like the crickets like <laughs> super like, loud, blasting rock music oh my gosh i'm not like one of those people that like holding a boom box on my shoulder <laughs> down in the woods <laughs> yeah no like i like going on hikes alone or walks alone because it kind of clears your mind
1: yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I guess if I really need to clear my mind, I I don't listen to music, but usually music kind of adds to the atmosphere and stuff. Yeah. I like walking down city streets alone Mm. with music playing. Yeah. I feel important. If you have like wireless headphones and you're walking down the street alone, it kind of feels like you're in a music video. Yeah. Do you ever feel that? Oh, yeah. Not just me. Okay. 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 Especially when it's a good song and you're like, yeah, vibe into it.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, next one, going to a museum slash aquarium. Yeah, for sure. Um, both. Yeah, well, one I really like aquariums all the time. Okay. Okay.
1: Secondly, depending on the museum, some museums not quite a fan of, um, like history related ones, science related ones I really like. Hmm. Um, I would definitely like to go with someone else if they wanted to go with me, but. Yeah. If there was nobody to go with me, I would never be opposed to going alone. And especially if it's something sort of niche, like, for example, soon I'm going to be going to this, like, industrial history slash automotive museum. Jesus, that sounds so boring, man. (laughs) (laughs) See, so, like, I wouldn't want to bring you there with comments like that coming out of your mouth. Okay. Um... But like, it just sounds like super interesting for me. So I'm like, I really want to go. And I don't think there's anyone who I know of who would be as interested as I am. Okay. Like I could spend my time there as I like. Say I want to spend three hours looking at machines. Um, Phillips heads. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm free to do that. Whereas if I went with someone, they'd just be like yawning and asking to leave. Yeah. So I like,
0: sometimes I like going to museums, aquariums alone. I just think that museums are sometimes overrated. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, let's go to the museum. And for me, the experience of going to a museum really, really depends on the people that you go with or person that you go with. Okay. Sometimes I think like a good person can make a mediocre museum very enjoyable. And all museums are mediocre. No, there's some very good. museums. (laughs) That's my hot take. I mean, Japan, I, I guess I understand what you mean, um, it feels like an anime museum or something yeah, like that. You're not, you're not taking me there. I'd be down to go. I would. I would drag you along, and I would make. No, you go alone. I would make the mediocre experience good for good you. Good for me. Okay. Yeah. But I would still be asking to leave every five minutes. I would be asking you to translate every other sign. so... <laughs> that's the reason That's the real reason I'd be going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it comes We're out. elevating both of our experiences. Okay. There yeah. Are. Aquariums. I guess aquariums are a lot funner than museums, I feel. I think it's a lot easier to have fun at an aquarium. Yeah. But also, like, having more people at an aquarium is fun, too, because you're looking at things that are alive and kind of moving, you know? Yeah. Go comment on the fishies. Next one. Going to an amusement park. No. Do you like amusement parks? No, I, okay. I I'm scared of roller coasters. Okay, me too, me too. <laughs> okay, we agreed on something. <laughs> but I I'm not opposed to going with other people though. Oh no, 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 it's fun. Yeah, the experience. I, I'm okay with waiting on the sidelines, like while they go do their loop to loop 360. Uh,
1: I've, I get dragged on them sometimes after I go on it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes afterwards, I actually do enjoy it, but recently. As I get older and older, I come out of it not enjoying it. <laughs> more and more
0: nauseous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> less and less brain cells. Yes. Yeah. I just never enjoy like, the upside-down portion of oh, roller coasters. That's brutal. I, yeah. I rarely go on those. You know, when I started liking cars more, like getting into manual cars or like learning more different models and stuff, I was scared that because I don't like roller coasters, maybe I don't want a fast car. Cause like no no it's way a similar it's no relation, I mean they're both like high velocity like acceleration things. So right? one is like negative G's and yeah yeah it's true.
1: The okay. other is a car that you're in
0: control of. Yeah yeah. All right, and our last topic, going shopping. Da, da, da. Would you do it alone, or would you? Do you feel lonely doing it alone? It matters what the shopping's for. Okay. What what, um, what comes to mind when you when we when you think shopping? Clothes would be the first thing. Okay. okay.
1: So, I think actually, at first, I did feel quite lonely um, shopping for clothes and stuff alone. <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry. I'm just thinking of you being like, oh, I have to shop alone. You're like scrolling through $800 t-shirts. Not this one. Not this $800 one. <laughs> $800. So they get I don't know, so man. Your life. That's what your life needs,
1: right? You have to live. Well, well, I think for one thing, um, uh huh. Like I used, I used to go shopping with my mom. So as many people would. Your mom's like um, scared of shopping with you. No, Jeez, don't this one don't, again. Not those. <laughs> uh, um. Then, then I started going alone and I think like many things doing it alone, I was very like self-conscious and nervous about yeah. it. But now I realize like nobody judges you if you go alone. I can, I can look at yeah. these t-shirts that you are, seem to be judging me for. I am. And if, if I go alone, <laughs> there's nobody to judge me and I can yeah. just look at things yeah. as I like. And also I think I'm like a very picky shopper. Like, oh, I might spend a whole day looking for one shirt that I like wow and I will go to like 10 stores okay and like look through <laughs> things and usually this is what I do like I, if I if it just like has a connection to me when I see it yeah I will buy it yeah if I don't feel anything, I don't buy it and okay. as a result like I don't really mind the price as long as it's still something that you want. That won't, that won't break my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. And I want it, I'll buy it because I I like it. Um I'm and I don't think it's okay. very fair to like drag someone around with me to 10 stores just so I can find mm. one silly shirt. Yeah.
0: I will say I am also a very picky shopper when going <laughs> the, like, opposite. <laughs> the opposite way. I, I'm not looking for a specific shirt. I'm looking for a specific price. Shirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. I'd be like, oh, I really need these, I don't know, chino pants. Oh, these are $35. Uh, they're not as good as Uniqlo. I'm not going to get them. Even though like $35 is as cheap as they're probably going to get. I'd be like, no. Um, on, on that note, I, I'm kind of the same. Like I do take a lot longer to shop and I, I don't mind okay, doing for, it alone. For different reasons. Yeah. For different reasons. I mean, I also yeah. look for clothes that relate to me and that I like. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. 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 You, something you just,
1: it, like, it has to check off all your boxes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. One of them being priced, but you know. Okay. To each their own. Okay. When I was like clothes shopping as a kid, you would have to like put it on, put it on during like in the change room and then you have to go out yeah. and you have to like show your parents or something. Yeah. I hated that. Wrong. So did I. Yeah. And I hated it. And like when I started shopping alone, it's like, oh, I just stay in my change room. No one needs to see how I look 'Cause sometimes yeah. you pick shitty shirts and it's like, oh, this one doesn't work. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show anyone. Yeah, just banish it. Yeah. And so I also take very long to go shopping. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. That's why some, when people ask me to go shopping with them, I'm kind of like ready to just check out. Cause if I get into it, then I'll probably drag them along instead. Yeah, I I don't mind going
1: shopping with people, but I kind of do it under this pretense that like I'm completely ready not to buy anything. Yep, yep. Um, and I wouldn't put them through looking with me all day. Yeah.
0: Are you also the kind of guy that like stays in one shop for way too long and deliberates over one item? Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I, I can spend hey. easily like an hour trying to yeah. decide between a few things. And. I see myself being so indecisive, so I'd like go to Uniqlo, go to Hollister, and then go back to Uniqlo, and go back to Hollister, and be like, yeah, the Hollister chinos are nicer, and then and then buy from there. And if someone was with me, they'd be like, what the fuck, what Alex? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how this relates to loneliness, but that's that's a tidbit for you. <laughs>
1: I guess, I guess it's things that you could potentially feel lonely doing. And if they do bring you feelings of loneliness, you f- don't do them. But clearly, yeah. for either of us, shopping will bring more of a sense of solitude, as we're saying, positive feelings, yeah. even though we're alone. True. Agreed. Thanks for listening to this episode of Far From Home. We
0: hope you learned a little about what loneliness means to us. You can listen to us on all the streaming platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. See ya. Bye.